0: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10 31 17.
1: Well, hello. Holy smokes. Anything happened around the league since we talked last? Holy crap. I'm Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. There's been a million and a half moves in the last 24 hours. It's been awesome. I honestly can't keep up, um, my head's spinning. I'm doing my best trying to decipher these. My phone blows up every four seconds between the the app, The Score, which is a a company I write for. They're unbelievably prompt, and I urge you to get all your scores and stuff from them too, and the Roto World app, which I just click on every 10 minutes, and there's eight more things that happen. Um, I'm trying to decipher what all's going on. So that's part of the reason I'm recording so late today. Wanted to get a lot to talk about. And then I realized, ugh, I'm in over my head. I can't talk about everything. So, this is going to irritate a couple of you, so I apologize. Because there's be a lot of things I don't even talk about in the show. But, all the Browns, Niners, Bears, and Jags fans had to wait and wait and wait until I would preview their team leading up to the free agency period. So, I'm going to talk about those four teams that have the top four picks and are making moves left and right, that's what this podcast is going to be about. We're going to talk Browns, then we're going to talk Niners, then we're going to talk Bears, then we're going to talk Jags. And by the time you listen to this, 32% of the information I told you probably won't hold up anymore and more guys will have moved. So that's just the way the old cookie crumbles. As for the Brownies, my former employer, And now, speaking of Road Award, I feel like they should sponsor us or something. I'm at their site, and they have a setup here. The first I found it is Nick Menzio is doing an NFL transactions tracker that is just on top of every move these teams have made, and it's awesome. But lots of big news coming out of Cleveland. Clearly, they are not sitting on their hands and letting free agency and the offseason pass them by. As they constructively, you know, basically lose on purpose to get better and accumulate draft picks. I think that is done. It's time to step up. And this move doesn't help you do that. But how about this trade? Texans send Cleveland Brock Osweiler. 2018 second round pick. Two. A two here. Think of this. And a 17 sixth. And the Browns give up a 17 fourth. So I don't know anything about the NBA, but I think this is how it works in the NBA where please take this dude from me and we'll give you a draft pick to do it. So Cleveland moves from the fourth round to the sixth round this year, which is nothing. It's a you know tip of the iceberg considering how much draft capital they have. They say, okay, we'll take Brock and his contract which allows Houston to skid out from it. I mean, they owe him nothing anymore. This is the Browns' problem. Browns say, we have cap space, you don't. You give us your second-round pick next year, and we'll take this problem off your hands. And there's already talk that they might just cut Osweiler. And by the time you hear this, maybe he's already on the street without a contract listening to other offers. Or maybe they bring him to camp, see what he can do. But either way, I don't think The player matters. I don't think it's like, boy, they're super excited about Osweiler. They just figured X amount of cap space. We'll eliminate that from our spending power this year for an 18 second round pick. It's awesome. It's awesome. I mean, they probably weren't going to spend what they could anyways. (laughs) There's that cough. It's getting much better though, by the way. So I've been talking a lot. So it's going to come up from time to time, but it is improving. Many of you have asked about it. Thank you for that. I think tomorrow I'll be in the clear. That's my prediction. Positive thinking. They also signed Kenny Britt to a four-year deal. I'm okay with this. I mean, this one I kind of look at and say, well, why not just franchise Pryor then? You know, I'd rather have Pryor. I think he's a year younger than Britt, although Britt came in the league unusually young. He's coming off a really good year with the Rams. He's an NFL starting receiver. That has value. I mean, and if you have a lot to spend... You, you still have high hopes for Corey Coleman. I don't know that you bring anybody else in. Maybe you still draft a guy you know, or a tight end, some sort of receiving option. But as of now, you got Britton Coleman as your starting receivers. I'm pretty cool with that. But I'd rather have Coleman and Pryor. So that one I'm a little critical of just because why not just keep Terrell at the franchise tag? You know, I mean, that, that, that would have been my move. The thing I like most the Browns are doing, though, is you know how often you and I have talked about Offensive linemen are in demand. There's haves and have-nots. Well, I think the Browns have a really good offensive line now. You know, much better than yesterday. Or if you go listen to the Browns preview, I was a lot more worried about it than I am now. And they signed the right guys. You know, they first of all, they locked up Joel Batonio, who they like all the way through the 2022 season. Who knows if it'll last that long or whatever. But he's a really good left guard, and he's not going anywhere. They, they signed... Kevin Zeitler to a monster contract. By the way, I mean the Bengals. I'm like I, I've been saying all year. They're they're going backwards. I know they signed they they re-signed Brandon LaFell. They lost Zeitler and Whitworth today. Their O-line is going to be junk. Anyways, the Browns is not. The Browns now have a legit O-line. So Zeitler's going to be your right guard, but is your left gu- your left guard and JC Tredder, who I really like, is, is your your center now too. So that interior trio, and oh, by the way, you have Joe Thomas, and you used an early pick on Coleman, who played some right tackle. I mean, maybe you challenge him with a draft pick or something, but I, I think he had some promise. They also claim Marcus Martin, who some people used to like off of waivers. Um, I don't, you know, whatever. He may not even make the team. But that interior O-line is top-notch, man. I mean, so to me, that's awesome. And the elephant still in the room that you and I always talk about is I think – This is where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to end up. And now they have yet another pick to maybe make that more possible. Or, you know, I mean, so if if you can get Garoppolo for the 12 or something along those lines of value, I mean, I look at this offense behind a good line, a decent set of backs, I still like Duke Johnson, a decent set of receivers, and Garoppolo in a situation where he can not get killed, you know, and, and can orchestrate a legit middle-of-the-road NFL offense. And who knows, maybe they take Kenny, Ken Mixon, you know, or take, take Mixon with the first pick in the second round or something, you know what I mean, and, and add a superstar back or Cooks Falls or, you know, or a receiver. You know, they might, they still add something else in the draft. But the way I'm looking at it now is Garoppolo has to be a priority. I still think this is going to happen. And a heavy defensive draft led by Miles Garrett. It's awesome. Really like what the Browns are doing. As for the Niners, you know, last we talked, I thought Kirk Cousins to to San Fran was a done deal. But Washington just fired their GM, and, you know, he's had off the field and drinking issues. Hopefully, that's uh, not the problem. I mean, I'm just thinking about the man. I hope he's okay. Um, but maybe the skin's are really hard to deal with right now. You know, that, hey, we, we got to make a deal if you're going to make a deal. <clears throat> so in the meantime, like we talked about, they got the bird in the hand. They got Hoyer. He can orchestrate this offense. He allows them not to have to jump the gun and take a quarterback earlier than they want. But if they do, they can sit him behind Hoyer. He's a perfect bridge quarterback. A perfect situation here for... A Shanahan-led offense and has a, you know, he's not Matt Ryan, but he has a similar skill set to a Cousins or Ryan. He can move around, not a huge arm, smart. So we like that. And they have a legit, not a number one receiver. I mean, they they have a legit NFL receiver, which they didn't have before, in Pierre Garçon. And I'm not saying Garçon's Julio Jones. I mean, please. But I think he'll be the Julio Jones, the Andre Johnson in this offense, you know, by default for now. Um, but they also signed Marquise Markey, Goodwin, a speedster. See, I think he's Tyler Gabriel. You know, spot player, small, world-class speed. I mean, they went out and signed him to a two-year, $8 million deal. I mean, they have a, they have a plan for this guy. Um, I would assume it's going to be, you know, to do that. I mean, uh, to be the speedster, to be the Gabriel in the Falcons' offense. Speaking about Falcons offense, a lot of people killed this team. Four year, $21 million for a fullback, Kyle Yuschek. But he's a great one. And the Falcons use the fullback more than any team in the league. And as good as DeMarco is, who's now in Buffalo, I mean, fullbacks are getting attention and money. Yuschek can do a lot more than that. He can carry the ball a little, he's a very good receiver. You can detach him from the formation and it's not a smoke screen. Sometimes you take the fullback and you split him out to the left and you hope a corner's on him, you know, and it tells you it's it's man co- or zone coverage. Um, but this guy, if he goes out and the linebacker's on him, he can beat him and, you know, he can do things. I don't know if he's worth $21 million and I don't know if he'll see all that. But the plan is obvious that they're going to use him a lot and he's going to play quite a bit, I think. So those four people on offense is a good start. You know, they also released Anton Bethe. They released Tory Smith. They did re-sign Jeremy Curley. So San Fran hasn't done tons, and I think there's going to be a lot more. But what they're doing is making some sense, too. You know, that we're building this offense, although a much scaled-down version. They're not going to be the best offense in the league. In very much the shanahan atlanta
0: participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends ten thirty one seventeen.
1: The Bears. People are going to be really critical. How can you give Mike Lennon that kind of money? He's going to be the next Brock Osweiler. Maybe he will. Maybe he will. It's a three-year, forty-five million dollar deal. Unlike the Osweiler deal, I think they can get out of it after one. don't quote me on that, but if he's a colossal failure. I think they can cut him and it doesn't hurt him that bad. You got to think though. The Bears are a better football team than the third overall pick. I mean there's they're not the third worst team in the league. Fox has been doing this a long time. I get the impression that's a, an organization, a coaching staff, uh front office that has to win now. You know, the, you can't be picking in the top 5 again next year. You can't just uh, shove Deshaun Kaiser or Deshaun Watson or one of those guys in there and say, okay, we're going to go 2-14 and 14 again. Best of luck. So Glennon's further along. He's a big-arm pocket quarterback that certainly can handle the windy conditions they're going to play in. I mean, You have to think about that if you're building a team in Chicago. I think he very much fits what Fox wants from the position. Doesn't turn the ball over a lot. Will take deep shots big arm, quality passer. You know, I mean, and I like this move. I've been a Glennon supporter. I like it because now I don't think there's any chance the Bears take a quarterback at three. I think they take the best defensive player available if they don't if they stay at the pick. And, of course, they could trade out. And really, going back to San Fran, I'm not sure the two and three slots are all that appealing right now. You know, just as we sit here uh, in the early March and... Miles Garrett goes off the board at one. Unless someone's salivating for a quarterback, which I don't think is going to happen, I don't see a def- defensive player that just leaps above all the rest. So I don't know that two and three, and to a lesser degree, four, are the ideal spots to be picking this year for value. I mean, you, you, but I very much think, and again, there's just, a lot's going to change and by the time you listen to this, things have changed. I think the Bears, in a very fox like manner, will sit there at three and take the best defensive player available. And could be one of the safeties, could be corner, could be Allen, you know, whoever it is. <coughs> and good for him. I mean, <coughs> that's the way that he likes to build his team. And I think it's going to see a lot of Jordan Howard. I think it's a pretty darn good offensive line. Um, they also signed Marcus. Well, they, they released Jay Cutler. I'm, I'm sure that that's news at this point. But I wonder if Cutler is going to, Get a little more attention now too. Tyrod Taylor's locked up. Doesn't seem like Cousins is going anywhere. You know, Romo is seems like he's teetering as we speak between Houston, who opened up some cap space, and Denver. Mike Cutler end up in Houston if Romo doesn't. I I don't know that you could. I, I think you could do a little worse than Jay Cutler. Say if you're the Texans, you know that. But anyway, the Bears haven't done a ton. I, I like the Wheaton pickup on the cheap. Uh, they did lose Jeffrey. That worries you a little, but yeah, I think that was a foregone conclusion after not franchising him. I would have franchised him considering how much they have to spend. They know him better than I do. Uh, they also picked up Quinton Demps, uh, a safety, and they need safety. I think he'll be a depth player, but you know, it has some value to them. Three-year, $13.5 million, that seemed a little high, but you know, for a guy like that. So not a ton going on in Chicago. But I do like the Glennon move. I certainly approve of it. It's not like you sign Glennon and now you don't use an early second rounder on, you know, a quarterback or a third rounder, early third rounder on Peterman or somebody like that or uh, or trade back into round one and grab Kaiser at the end of round one or something along those lines. I mean, I still think that's possible. But Glennon gives you a chance to win now with upside, run first team. The weapons there concern me. Uh, I know they've been flirting with Jared Cook. they got to do more at wide receiver. I mean, there's just no way around that. And the secondary, I think, will come heavily through the draft. Maybe there's another big shoe to drop there at wide receiver or at corner for the Bears. I mean, they they have been linked to some corners. That would make a lot of sense. I mean, I I think that's a move they should make. Um, The Jags, as usual, are busy. Calais Campbell, and I'm writing an article as we speak. It should be out tomorrow. Really like this move. Really like it. So as for the Jags, I had a little hiccup there with my uh, garage band. I hope it didn't screw you guys up too much, but I like the Glennon move for Chicago. Uh, certainly corner, secondary in general. Uh, gonna be a heavy defensive draft. Gotta find more receivers. I would imagine they fill one of those needs in a big way probably in the next day or two. I mean, some of these corners out there make a lot of sense for them. Hope I'm not repeating myself, but you guys know I'm not a master when it comes to audio uh, editing and whatnot. (coughs) So here come the Jags. Love the Calais Campbell pickup. I mean, kind of like Malik Jackson a year ago, but he's older. He seems to keep getting better. I mean, he's such a good player right now. And you think about him passing downs. You put Campbell next to Jackson, and I'm writing an article about this now. Uh, check that out. That'll be out of my timeline soon. Fowler and the Dockway as your two edge guys, and maybe even add an edge guy someway, somewhere along the, the line. Miles Jack and Smith behind you, along with Pozlesny. I mean, they they, they cut send Derek Marks, who they were kind of using in that role too, but Campbell's just way better than him. So, man, this defense has a chance to be really good. They also signed Barry Church to be the Cyprian, and he's much better than Cyprian. I, I thought he was really good for Dallas this past year, and it's a big loss for the Cowboys. And they signed the best corner on the market in A.J. Bouye. I mean, I would imagine Prince of won't be back now. But, I mean, Denver has some arguments, but is this the best set of corners in the league? I mean, I think Jalen Ramsey's going to be a star. Bouye was a superstar last year. I mean, you look at this defense. Wow. I mean, and they may still add an edge rusher somewhere along the line. I mean, the defense was quietly really good last year. That certainly was not the reason the Jags are picking fourth overall. It was on offense. and I thought they would be a lot more active offensively in terms of improving, and especially with what shapes up to be a really good defensive draft. So, I like the Jags D, and I'm psyched, man. I mean, kind of like I was talking about with the Browns' offensive line. Like, this is a really good group now. This isn't smoke and mirrors. Oh, it's not bad for a bad team type of deal. It's really good. Will they do something to challenge Bortles? I really hope they do. Maybe that's a Cutler move or something like that. I think they really have to. I think the line needs work, and that probably is still coming. But the defense, it gets A-plus grades, you know, for day two or whatever, free agency. We'll see what they do on offense. When you're sitting there at four, do you take take a Solomon Thomas and add just another defensive lineman to the mix? Or um, I don't think you take an offensive lineman. Do you take a four net? Uh, I don't know. Again, maybe that's best defensive player available yet again and just add on strength. uh, That's an interesting call. So Jacksonville D, Cleveland O, those two things I think are really going in the right direction. Like the Glennon pickup. I very much see the San Francisco plan, and I think they'll, all these four teams will be doing a lot more. Uh, the early loser in free agency to me is Cincinnati, as I mentioned, losing two-star offensive linemen and already having two holes on the offensive line. Now they have four holes on the offensive line. Um, New England's really interesting. We'll, we'll talk about some of these other teams for sure. Um, I, I was shocked that the, the, the Rams could land Whitworth uh, Romo obviously is going to be a big conversation for us. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, there's so many big conversations we have to t- have to talk about here. Um, you know, Okun goes to San Diego, Leary goes to Denver, Riley Reef goes to Minnesota. I love the Tampa Bay added Baker to go next to McCoy. Oh. and Deshaun Jackson, no oh, baby. You know, I mean, now you're talking. Um, I'm also working on an article on stefan gilmore to the pats you know what to expect from that move and what the thinking might be there so that one in the calais campbell article or in the works i'll turn them both in tonight they'll be out in the next day or two that's gonna do it though uh, this is the locked on nfl podcast i'm sure you need to check out the rest of the locked on network for your favorite team really break things down i apologize but i decided to, to grab these top four teams and really uh, dig in hard you know and We'll be talking a lot these next couple days. Maybe I'll I'll throw one out over the weekend, too, just for the fun of it. Over and out. Take care. Napa know-how. It takes a lot
0: to get excited about a bag. But most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa Know How. Napa Know How. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last, minimum three items, exclusions apply. Offer ends 1031 17.